Welcome to A Fuller Life, an encouraging and uplifting podcast hosted by Brad Fuller. Brad and his wife Kathy live in Coshocton, Ohio. Together they own and operate Good Boy Bakery in Roscoe Village. Currently, Brad is an entrepreneur and professional musician playing music all around Ohio and beyond. We sincerely hope you enjoy this installment of A Fuller Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of A Fuller Life. I am your host, Brad Fuller, and I'm coming to you from the Homestead Studio in beautiful Coshocton, Ohio. And today we will discuss motivation and possibly where it's been hiding. We'll give out some love with our hometown props, and I will issue a challenge for you and me to consider together. I'm very glad that you're here, and this is a fuller life. I'm just going to start things out here with a little name dropping, okay? I once worked with the legendary motivational speaker Zig Ziglar. Well, Zig and I never played golf or had drinks or hung out together socially or anything like that. But I did have the opportunity, the opportunity rather, to meet with him and be a part of his team called the Ziggler Performance Group. That team was led by Zig's son, Tom, and a few other, um, let's say, shady characters that I'm sure that Zig and Tom wish they had never met. But that's a completely different story altogether. So if you've never heard of Zig Ziglar, I believe it's worth your time to do a little research on the man. He is widely regarded as one of the world's top motivational speakers and a trainer of salesmanship. Um, his best-selling book, See You at the Top, is awesome. And it's, I think, 46 years old, but it still contains very relevant stories and information for today as it did back when it was written in the 70s. Now, in short, Zig is just a really good guy who had a lot of great ideas, and he had a wonderful way of expressing them and presenting them. I feel very fortunate and grateful to have been able to meet him and hang out at events that he held and to have absorbed, as it were, a large portion of his knowledge. So today, I hope I can channel a bit of Mr. Ziegler's spirit as I try to convince us that there is real worth in staying motivated. And as hard as that may seem right now, and maybe even impossible in our current situation, it is not. And as Zig once said, it's important to stay motivated. But motivation does not always last kind of like bathing. So that's why it's recommended that uh, we do both on a daily basis. But first, before we get into the motivation part of the experience here today, let's just go ahead and acknowledge the fact that we're human and we get real human emotions. And sometimes we just feel crappy, for want of a better word. Nobody is up all the time 
some people are just really good at hiding the crappy stuff. So before I go ahead and shoot you full of sunshine today, let me tell you about a particularly crappy day I had just last week. I had to go to the grocery store to do our weekly shopping. And on my journey, I saw a bunch of human activity that was blatantly contrary to what health experts have suggested that we do within our current situation. I saw people who I know that do not live together in the same house, out for walks in the sunshine together, a clear violation of social distancing rule. Yes, I became the principal all of a sudden. I saw a couple guys standing directly outside of a store, right beside the door, so close to the door, in fact, that people actually had to excuse themselves to get past them to get in and out of the store. But that wasn't the unbelievable part. They were both dipping tobacco and spitting on the ground as they casually chatted. Spitting on the ground during a pandemic where the virus is transmitted mainly through spit. Yeah, so once inside the store, then I account encountered this fellow that I'll call um, Mr. They Can't Tell Me What To Do, who made sure that everyone around him knew, and as he loudly proclaimed, proclaimed it to his wife and the cashier, that the rules don't apply to him. When he started talking about how he's the type of guy that if somebody tells him what to do, he's going to blah, 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 blah. So I stopped listening, I think, at that point, mainly out of self-preservation. I think I was also concentrating on where I could buy bags of lime and extra strong duct tape. But then I left that store, and to cap it all off, there was a guy leaving the parking lot in front of me who chose the worst possible time in life not to use his blinker. Yeah. Yeah, I was pissed and I was having a crappy day. So I let it happen for a while. I wallowed in it for a while. Went home and told my wife about the adventure. And then I worked on letting it go. And it's helpful if you have a person that lives with you who can remind you of the times when you're getting close to the edge and about to go over. And for that, I'm grateful. So yeah, life happens. We get riled up. But the point here is, what do we do with those moments? We react and respond. It's not always a great plan. Perhaps maybe instead we could review and regroup. Okay, motivation. Where does it come from and how do I get some? Well, I believe that people who seem to always be motivated have two things that most unmotivated people don't have. And that would be a goal and a plan. What is motivation really? A desire to get up and go achieve something, to build something, to write something, to be something. And without a plan, motivation is pretty much just wind without a sail to catch it. So motivation is directly connected to goal setting and achieving, which is directly connected to the reward or the payoff 
of completing the task. And that is primarily why we set goals to begin with. We want and expect a certain and specific result at the end. Motivation comes from the expectation of the reward achieved by completing the goal. Hey, that's pretty good. Motivation comes from the expectation of the reward achieved by completing the goal. So here's my personal example of recent motivation attached to a goal, and that was found in our basement at home. After moving into our family home over about um, just well over a year now, um, I'm finally getting my shop area in the basement organized. And my goal would be to be so organized that I know exactly how many assorted bolts and nuts I have and the location of each one. However, knowing myself, the reality is that I just want a place where I don't have to search for a quarter inch socket or a zip tie or something when I need one. I just want to be organized and have my tools ready for use when I need them. Oh, but here's the added bonus. The carrot, if you will. Once I get organized, I will also have room to set up my beer making kit and enjoy the process of brewing and bottling some homemade beer. And that's a fun process. I really enjoy that. So it's a goal associated with a payoff that has sparked my motivation. Now, goal setting and achieving is another skill that um, Zig Ziglar spoke about often. And Zig truly believed that people are born winners. He even said that you are born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. And that's what goal setting and achieving is all about. Planning, and preparing and expecting. It's also reminds me of something that I said in a previous podcast, and that's um, regarding the law of attraction. So this kind of goes back to that. Basically, the law of attraction says that whatever you think or what you say or what you do is what you attract more of, be that good or bad. So that's all tied together here. So if you are planning, preparing, and expecting that your goal will come to fruition, well, it's likely that they will. But we know that it takes effort, and sometimes it also, as strange as it sounds, takes failure to succeed. And that's a stumbling block for a lot of us. It trips us up. Because often when we set out to achieve something, the first failure can derail us and Sometimes we never get back on track. So I think we need to expect failure because it's part of success. Michael Jordan said that he has failed over and over and over again. That's exactly why he succeeds. Okay, I feel like I'm kind of jumping around here a little bit, but my point today is for us to work on staying motivated, keeping our eye on the payoff. And today especially in our current environment, our current situation, that could be difficult. And maybe this is the case for you too. Like many of us, our small shop in Roscoe Village has shut down completely, stopped completely. No sales, it has stopped. But our minds haven't stopped and our plans haven't stopped. And therefore our motivation hasn't stopped either. In fact, 
we're taking this time to step back and do some things we wouldn't ordinarily have time for if we didn't have this extra time. For instance, we're remodeling our store. We're giving it a new look so that when we open back up, it'll be different. That's exciting. And we're currently uh, working on taking um, our bulk sales to the next level, putting in a kitchen and um, just doing some different things. So we have to realize that this current situation, this current circumstance is not going to last. However, our plans and our goals, they will last. So here's what I'm suggesting. And I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to remember that you are worthy of whatever hopes and dreams that you have. You deserve to be successful, and you will if you remain committed. And you will one day look back on this moment in time and use it as motivation because you persevered when you had to. You were as strong as you needed to be that day. And, as Zig says, you're a winner. You were born to win, but to be a winner, you must plan to win, prepare to win, and expect to win. I love that quote from Zig. Another quote I like is one that I'll leave you with from Nelson Mandela. And he says, It always seems impossible until it's done. My hometown props today are once again, like they have in the past, going out to the Coshocton County Port Authority. During a time when a lot of small businesses here locally are very unsure about what their future holds, the Port Authority has been able to generate funding to help local small businesses with immediate financial needs like rent and utilities. So speaking on behalf of ourselves, and other small businesses in Coshocton, we can't thank you enough for coming through when we needed it the most. My challenge today to you and me is to focus on what we can be and not just on what is. I honestly believe that we can create our own reality by believing that into existence. It might sound like I'm being an existentialist, willing things into existence, but I think it's true. And remember, I'm full of quotes today, Henry Ford said, if you you think you can, or if you think you can't, either way, you're right. Thank you for hanging out with me today as I share my thoughts and ideas, and I truly hope that something I've said is meaningful for you, and maybe it's something that you can use. I do truly appreciate this opportunity to present my podcast, A Fuller Life. Peace and love.